Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, we're officially live. Everyone can see us and hear us now. Yeah, I apologize. Running just a minute late. We had a, we had a moment pauser, and we are unfortunately down a player. You'll see that Phil is not here with us, so no Ned Weir, the Varigal. Um, yeah, so we're gonna have to do a mini session. We don't want to go too far missing a player. Normally, if we're missing a player, I'll, I'll I'll you know postpone a stream and we'll kind of push it back or whatever. But these monthly streams, it's kind of rough if you if we miss one and we got to wait a whole month or try to reschedule. So we figured we'd hop in, we'd uh, we'd have fun, we'd carry on right where we left off and and still continue the game. Um, we'll probably probably lean more into role play and we won't try to progress the story as much as we would if Phil was here. Um, and like I said, we might cut it a little bit short, but we wanted to at least do something and get into this. I mean, hell, we got all into cosplaying into character. We gotta gotta get on on the live and show it off a little bit, right? Um, all right, let's, uh, let's do this before uh, we get into the recap, we talk about the game and we kind of, uh, uh, jump right in right where we left off. Let's just take a moment. Like we always do. Let's go around the table. Everyone introduce yourself, let people know where they can find you online and go ahead and introduce your character a little bit too. Uh, Val, why don't you start it off for us? You can find me at cyber underscore Valerie on always here. Yay. The last month. Last two days of every month, <laughs> Mondays and Wednesdays. Yay! Oh, yeah. um, Wednesday will be Phoenix. She's back. And today is uh, Lutetia. I always have to think about it because I named her after my mom, but slightly twisted it. 
and um <laughs> and she's dimensionist and she's very uh proper very proper she's she's got social skills but not rude but she's just awkward a little awkward yeah she's book smart. yeah she's just awkward you know she's trying she, she took some classes on being social she's trying it out in the in a room she's working way. it out she's working it out exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, everybody, make sure you follow uh, Val, I, I, my beautiful wife, Cyber underscore Val on Twitter. And uh, like she said, this week we're back with the new, what used to be Team Veritas for Cyberpunk Red, um, is now called Phoenix Rising, based, based on Val's character Phoenix the Fixer. Uh, if anyone followed Team Veritas and the deaths that happened and the character transitions while well, the team evolved into this whole new thing, uh, definitely check out those past sessions if you want to learn about it. But tune in this Wednesday for the new team. We cycle in two new players every month from the Cybernation Uncensored Patreon this month we have bronx smash which i think i saw there in the chat what's up and yeah there he is and rufio rufio so pretty excited about that uh check out the cyber censored patreon to get involved with that um but yeah uh steve why don't you introduce yourself in the character here yeah hi everybody i'm steve i'm the community and content manager over at sirenscape so we make all the awesome sounds that you get to hear in all of rob's streams um and i'm playing um Aegon in this, which is a, um, he's a hunter. And a, a little bit like Latusha, he doesn't really have a great deal of social skills. So I'm kind of really glad that we have other people on the party that do, because <laughs> he's really not that good at that. I, um, I love that too, that, that all these characters intermix in different ways with different levels and awkward, you know, versions of social skills, whether it's book versions or like just out in nature, not really like urban social. I don't know. I just, I love the dynamics here. <laughs> Sorry yeah, to interrupt. Put him in the Put him in the wilderness. He's perfectly fine. That's that's his happy his happy place. Um, but yeah, you can uh, obviously you can find me here, and you can find me on um, Twitter under Caldeth. So definitely check us out. Oh, yeah, I like Cold Spider said same when we were talking about the social skills and all that. But <laughs> I like that. He can relate, so that's great. Uh, little bones. Let's talk about those hey. little bones. Hi. There's 309 of them. Uh, I'm Little Bones 309. The littlest ones on the internet too. They are. You can't <laughs> prove that otherwise. They are, in fact, the smallest bones on the internet. Um, I'm an indie gamer. That's all I do over on my channel. You can find me all over the web. It's Little Bones 309, screaming about indie games all the time. Uh, over here, I play Bracara, the occultist, who's a little bit spooky, a little bit hot. We found out last week um or last month and um she has some social skills she'll take that uh since um <laughs> we're a social episode i suppose um but yeah just overall just a little bit weird oh, yeah. i would say where she lacks the social skills uh she makes up for it with just like hypnotizing people like if she can't socially get them to like her or do what she needs like she's just like all right fuck it let me just look into my eyes and like it literally yes and, like, yes yeah. perfect like that's that. it <laughs> Rocket. Yes, hello everybody. I am Rocket Fox, your second favorite person. Uh, still somehow under the weather, uh, but at some point I'm gonna punch the weather in the face and it will get <laughs> off of me. Um, but aside from that, should you want to see this face again, you can come back here tomorrow night to the same place because as it is the last Tuesday of the month, I will be bringing you the monthly weird, which is the exactly what it sounds like the weird stuff to have happened this month um and as the world is getting weirder every day pretty much um it's it's gonna continue to be even stranger and stranger uh and then also we are starting back up over on trooper sjp's channel for season two of traveler pirates of Jernax. and this friday night we are starting with a solo episode with 
this guy. So if you want to see a lot of unadulterated me and no one else, that is the place to go Friday night. Uh, as awesome. far as now, I am playing Morana, who is a rogue, uh, does have social skills, um, and actually they're pretty good. Good enough to know how to not use them um, and to do the opposite of that sort of thing uh, because it's more fun and interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is it is more fun and interesting, absolutely. Um, and hey, I'm the game leader here, um, game master and inherent game leader, Rob Mulligan, but I'm also the founder of Cyber Nation Uncensored. Uh, we have all kinds of shows, live streams almost every day of the week. Uh, way too much to mention, not just gameplay, but series shows, GM tips, uh, like Rockette mentioned, her monthly weird. Uh, we have, uh, just, like I said, way too much to mention. Just please just subscribe, follow here on Twitch to check out the lives, check out Cyber Nation Uncensored on YouTube for all the VODs. And, uh, and also make sure you join the discord. I'm going to put the link there in chat. Um, we always have casting calls, really active uh, community there. So we would love everybody to join us on Discord as well as Patreon. Check out the Patreon because I mentioned before uh, the gameplay opportunities. We recently just uh, added different things to the uh, different tiers that we offer. So you can get free merch, gameplay opportunities. You get to vote on things for Cybernation Uncensored. Um, just lots of cool stuff there as well as shout outs and things like that, which I will take a moment to do right now. I love to shout out some of the supporters there and people that are are opted into some of the gameplay stuff and more like Chris Anderson, Rothen, a.k.a. Renegade420, Matt James, a.k.a. GM Reservoir Panda, PWB, Steve Barr of Sirenscape, William Huddleston, Let It at Coffee, Cyber Smiley, Zach, a.k.a. Wait, a.k.a. Capricious Nature, Kevin Moreno, a.k.a. Savage McNavage, Nicholas King, a.k.a. The King's Square, all these a.k.a.s, I Need One Myself, Rufio Rufio, Zeno, Jamie Minch, Joseph Holder, John Erfurt, Tracy Goodwin, a.k.a. Stink Palm, Raven, Alex Maxwell, Chris Callies, Ryan Anderson, Tara Fan, Volpes, Vox, Sapper, Bronx Smash, David Payne, Oddities, I love Oddities, spelled T-E-A-S, Oddities, uh, and Kevin, a.k.a. Craghorst, another a.k.a. What the fuck? I need my own AKA. I'm going to work on that by, by next session. We'll get, we'll get me one. But, uh, but yeah, shout out to everybody on Patreon. Like I said, make sure you check that out. You can get part of the Patreons, get some good karma. Um, there's all kinds of tiers there, but, uh, you know, 10 and up, you basically get to vote on topics. You, um, you get uh, put in the pool for free merchandise every month, as well as uh, possibly get to play some Cyberpunk Red. We take two players every month. We do a live raffle in the CyberNation Uncensored Facebook group. Uh, so I'll be doing that um, here soon, next week, to get our next two players. Um, so definitely check all that out. Love to see everybody joining that up. Also, make sure you check out all the VODs of Shadows of a Staring. They're all on the CyberNation Uncensored YouTube, and you can check out all the awesome things that these players have been through, the amazing role play that these players have done with their characters, um, the NPCs they They've met the plot twist, the little things they've kind of uncovered and encountered, um, little mental resistance checks and all that good stuff. Check it out. It's definitely worth it. I love uh, Studio Agate. Shout out to them for the game. Uh, really good people. And um, was lucky enough to meet them working at Gen Con. Thanks to Steve and, and the team at uh, Sirenscape bringing us in. And uh, we're happy to go there again this year, which I'm excited to announce. Uh, so yeah. excited to be part of the team and, and do the Gen Con thing. But um, but yeah, that's where we met uh, Studio Agate and got into Shadows of Asterin. Um, as you see with Cybernation Uncensored, we typically uh, mess with dystopian sci-fi future. And, and as long as it's dystopian, you know, we kind of go on different tangents. Uh, not really high fantasy. This is low fantasy. This is uh, definitely got the medieval vibe, but it's that dark horror, low fantasy sort of thing. Look it up. Shadows of Asterin. Um, check out the previous sessions to learn more. 
or jo join us right now like you are and check it out. Uh, the team basically uh, all met up in Astabai. It's kind of uh, the big capital of the land. I'll bring up some maps just to kind of uh, show off uh, a tree gazelle. Um, let's see here if I can get it on the right. There it is. Oop, did we lose all the uh, all the cams there? Oh no, there it's we broken. There we are. Uh, yeah, Tree Cazelle, uh, basically this peninsula uh, where everyone lives, uh, broken up into kind of three different kingdoms there. There's a bunch of dukedoms within them, but the team is met up at Ostabai, the capital. You can see it right there, kind of in bottom center. Um, their first time out traveling, kind of looking for work, doing what they can do uh, to make some money. They're coming off of a very long winter in this land. Winter lasts a long time, years. The real hard winter it comes off of it, finally breaking into spring and kind of the, the spring summer months uh, uh, there it's, it's a long trail off uh, they're still you know snow frost and and horrible weather around um, but they're slowly coming out of it the team met up uh, they went to a varigal post in the city that hires varigals to do different gigs they said look we want to put together a team to get over the Brathen, this village Brathen. Uh, we sent a Magentus there long ago to kind of help them. They had some people getting sick or something and then help them with their crops and, and get those going so they could work throughout the winter, the end of the winter months uh, to get the things uh, to trade to bring into Ostabai. Uh, we sent the Varigal there to pick up the supplies uh, when they normally do. He never came back. We sent another Varigal a week later. He never came back. So now we're hiring a team. We can't waste another Varigal. We can't waste more time. We need supplies from there. They're a woodworking village. Um, and the guy who runs the Varigal Outpost says, look, the king's going to pull my contracts. I'm going to lose money. So I'm, he's not fucking around. He's paying double pay of, of dowels to the team. They get together. They got on a, a ship, went down the river, traveled through the woods, ran into some broken down carts. Looks like those Varigals didn't even make it to Brayton. They were broken down. There's water on the ground, blood, all kinds of shit. They found out that apparently these Fiondas, these demon-like creatures, uh, which run the land in Shadows of Asteran here in, in Tree Cazelle, Apparently there's a, a water version of one or something coming out of the, the local stream and like a sludge form hitting people going inside, pulling them inside out, um, just suffocating them and, uh, you know, pulling them inside out, basically just pu putting them into a mess. Uh, and yeah, it's happening every few days now. And uh, half of the village is is blaming, you know, visitors and things like that. Hence, they even stoned to death some visitors out front of the uh, of the village uh, buried up to their, their necks. Um, the other half of the village, kind of uh, led up by the Demorthan, the local Demorthan, um, uh, Dulram, uh, are saying, you know, it has to do with the Magiantist. Uh, they even found some flux waste over by the river, poisoning it, uh, which they think is what has been causing this. Uh, the Magiantist uh, obviously disagrees. It's kind of where we left off. The team, uh, you know, they met uh, at, at the, the Hare Inn. They met the owner there, the daughter. They kind of get a gist of the village is kind of torn on the reasoning of why this is happening. But there's some pressure here. The, they're... They're looking to lynch the Magiantist as well as any other visitors coming. Um, this team luckily has official paperwork for the king to investigate uh, from the king. So they're allowed to kind of uh, get involved here. Um, but they are being stared at by the villagers. People are kind of looking at them like, uh, you know, visitors and stuff. Um, let's see. Oh, they met uh, Endrick, the elder Endrick, uh, who kind of runs the vi village. Um, got to talk to him a little bit along with uh, Dalrum, his uh, uh, Demorthan. That's kind of how they met. And his uh, Illustrious, his uh, beautiful daughter, who uh, even... Yeah, some of us almost met her a little more so than the rest. Exactly. <laughs> even even came in and kind of flirted with... Don't uh, know what you mean. With Aegon a little bit there, uh, which Aegon uh, has no idea. But uh, yeah, yeah, the cameras went out just a second there. Yeah, I apologize. Um, but yeah, they... Uh, uh, 
they've met some interesting characters, uh, but they made their way the next day after some sleep. Uh, it's like uh, mid-morning, maybe afternoon by now, where they went to the Magiantis laboratory right outside of the village to uh, talk to, uh, let's see, make sure I get the name right, Alden, right? Uh, yeah, Alden and his, uh, his two Inceptus, Jimmer and Dagon. And, uh, yeah, he even, um, oh, we keep losing those cameras. I apologize. Um, he, uh, he basically said, I, I have no idea what's going on with this. I, I, I came here to, uh, you know, help the people. Somebody, there was poison in, in the water. I set up a whole filter system to help them and people were getting sick and I helped them with that. And then I started helping with heat nebulars he created so they could run their crops and do their work even through the frost winter uh, months. And that kept all their crops uh, 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 heat warm and, and able to, to work. He's done nothing but help. And they found flux waste by the river, but it wasn't him. He keeps it locked up. Um, but Prakara hypnotized one of his inceptists. Uh, it wasn't Jimmer, it was Dagan, I believe. He was also a fairly good-looking guy, but she kind of flirted with him, got him to agree to sit down and talk. She hypnotized him successfully and pulled some information out of him. Apparently, uh, some visitors, uh, he's not sure who they are. They looked like they were mercs dressed in random leathers and such. Some mercenaries, possibly, he's not sure. Uh, but they showed up. Uh, they paid him, basically, to leave the Flux Waste Locker unlocked one night. Um, he took the money. He needed the money. He didn't think it would be any harm. They just wanted some flux waste. Who the hell wants flux waste? He never thought that they would maybe leave it by the river or like poison the river or use it against the own village. He never knew that it would cause all this fuss. He didn't, you know, he, he just didn't know. He was just trying to make some money. But um, he, he also didn't know who they were. He knew that they were from Jesper Vale, which the team followed kind of tracks. They investigated the river. They found the, where the flux used to be. And I think it was Agen and, and Nedwer find some tracks that led to the Magiantis. Also up north, up through the woods, which Nedwer being a Varigold kind of knows the area. He knows Jesper Vale is up there along with the, the village of Jesper, but it's a whole day's travel. So they didn't keep going to try to follow those trails or anything. That's when they talked to the Magiantis. Hypnotism happened. They figured out from Dagon that hey, there was a couple mercs from Jesper Vale or something that came and you know paid him to leave the locker unlocked to get that flux waste, and that's kind of where we left off. Is that a decent recap? Uh, is there any any key points that I left out that we should mention? Because I know this is only a monthly stream, so I, I want to recap as much as possible, not just for us but also for people watching. But was that pretty decent, or did I miss anything? Um, I PWV does point out that um, the uh, the one guy who was to blame did have a new gold tooth cap so i think that's important to uh yep to mention yep yeah we should have picked up on that earlier yep. who was it <laughs> i'm missing something. the 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 <laughs> you mentioned in chat uh should have guessed who took the money for the uh the waste because he had a new gold tooth cap oh oh he's just making up something okay <laughs> I, I, I was i like it it's I, was canon. Like, I was like racking my my brain trying to uh, figure yeah. out pw uh, Bynes said it so it, it, it's legit now Yep, it's chat mentioned it. It's in the record. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I also bring up uh, the map of Brayton, the village of Brayton. There it is on the overlay. Um, done up by PWB. And um, yeah, we've already kind of been there. Uh, and you can see number four there is Alden's laboratory. That's where uh, the team just left off. So let's get everybody back in the laboratory. In fact, um, let's hope this doesn't cut off the cameras. Once again, uh, I apologize if it does. We will be right back. Bear with me. Uh, chat, let me know. Did that cut off cameras or were we okay that time? It, keep, it seems to do it every time Ooh, I switch it, over the maps. It flashes. It's back. Okay. Well, it might happen every once in a while when I bring up the maps. I apologize. Uh, but there we go. There's the laboratory. The team is in there with Alden, the Meiji Entis. Let me bring up some, some Sirenscape sounds. 
see here. Turn off the radio. I don't think this Magentist uh, would have the radio going here. But um, but yeah, <laughs> you've got uh, basically um, all his sort of laboratory tools kind of running in the background. He's got all this machinery running, uh, producing his flux and uh, just doing what he does to make this flux. Obviously, he produces his own. He's a botanist, uh, Magentist, so he works with um, you know plant material and organic materials like that. Um, but yeah, you're pretty much in there, and uh, yeah, I think. Oh yeah, Dagan. Uh, Dagan just took, or Jim. Jimmer just took Dagan out at Aldon's uh, request. If you remember, he was pretty upset at figuring out that this all happened. Aldon was, you know, not aware that this was happening. Basically, so uh, yeah, we kind of left there with uh, the two Inceptus getting kicked out. Uh, he, uh, Aldon, yanked the key off of uh, Dagan's um, chest as. He has been basically kicked out, uh, crying and leaving as Alden uh, continues on. I, I had no idea that this, this is what happened. I, I, I apologize. I assure you, and he is no longer working with me. What's going to happen to him? Uh, well, it's up to him. He is no longer welcome here. <laughs> well, based on the buried people we saw when we first came in, my guess is the uh, village will take care of it. Kara is going to sort of pipe up and say, um, well, we could not tell the village of Dagon if you were to maybe um, pay us an amount of money. I, I care nothing of Dagon. He has ruined my trust. You tell anybody you want. I don't care. He's no longer working with me. Well, I, it was worth a shot. I think Marana would, uh, <laughs> would turn to her and say, Although, I imagine that Dagon would be willing to pay for us not to uh, share this latest event with everyone. This is very true. I, um, maybe we should catch up with him. I would with be no one to blame. for that. The village will still blame, uh, I'll point at the Magiators. Oh, but we know that it was other people up the road in the city of Jasper. We don't have proof yet. It's true. <laughs> well, hey, what we could do is catch up to Dagon and uh, maybe get a little something. And uh, for that, we could maybe assure him that we will hold off on sharing the news until he has a few hours to get out of town. I know we can use him as bait to see who he's talking to. I do like this too. Hmm. I think you might be a genius. Lure him out. Or they out, wherever they are. If he still has contact with them. Well, under the just as a reminder, when Rakera successfully had him uh, hypnotized, um, he said he had no idea who they were. They showed up out of nowhere. They looked like you know, mercenaries or you know just in random leathers. Uh, but they offered to pay him just to leave the flux locker unlocked. Uh, what would anybody want with waste? So easy money. He kind of did that. Regrets it obviously since things have happened. But he didn't know who they were. Or anything he knew that they were from Jesper Vale. But um. But that is one thing to, to remind you of, just so you, you know, like, he, he, was, he was hypnotized. He wasn't lying. He doesn't know. 
We should be able to get something out of him. That's all I'm saying. Has he fully left the Mejiantis' lab? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, when Alden yanked the key off of him, ripped it off, mm -hmm. uh, he had Jimmer taking him out. They went out, you know, a few moments earlier, you know, a few minutes ago after you've been having a conversation with Alden for a few right. moments. Yeah. Not too I long ago, go. but yeah. I could go talk to him. I, as as soon as soon as you mentioned it, Morana is just going to start in that direction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bracara will follow him. Yeah, you two. Or follow uh, Morana. Yeah, you two uh, start making your way out, and as you go out the door, um, kind of hit with the the cold winter air. It's kind of windy. It almost looks like a storm might be rolling in too, uh, for midday. It's uh, the sun is kind of uh, being dulled even more from gray to a darkness. But um, but as you get out there, you clearly see. Uh, Jimmer kind of standing at that at entrance of the uh, laboratory, like looking off to the path, and you can see Dagon kind of further down the path, kind of like stumbling down, kind of like looking back every few seconds, and just keeps going off into the woods, like leaving. Um, and Jimmer's just kind of overseeing that. But as you see that and you leave and you make your way that way, uh, Aegon and Leticia, you two are uh, in the laboratory, and as they leave after. Dagon Alden turns to you two. Uh, so you're here for the king, and you're here to figure this out. Well, uh, please figure it out. Uh, obviously, you see, it's not me. I've done every, nothing but to help this village. So please, just whatever you can, get, get to the bottom of all this for me, please. Oh, of course, I want to make sure all Magenta's names are clear. I don't think you had anything to do with any of this. Exactly. But we need to... They blame us for the flux, and it's not. Oh, no, flux helps. It helps all the equipment. I get it. I mean, they misused the waste and maybe caused these problems, but it wasn't me. There's a certain way to handle this and protocol. And it, well, you see, no longer am I with Dagon. This is not right. So please, figure this out, please. Who would want you gone? Uh, Who would benefit from you not being here? I, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I mean, I, obviously, I got here to help, and I, they were already getting sick. And I helped. I helped these people, and I helped them get their crops through. I mean, obviously, you, you, you see Dulram, the, the Morton, he, he's not going to like what Magentus do, but he's just, just his, his simple brain. He doesn't understand what's happening here. That might be him. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past that guy. He didn't like me when I walked in the door. Has he come to your lab before? When I first built and moved, uh, they all came. Uh, Elder Endrick, uh, they, they all come to check, and they saw I was uh, holding everything proper, and they, they, they've left me alone to do my work. Uh, obviously, up until these things happened, and well, now I just keep my distance, but uh, they've been here. Oh, so they know where the room was and stuff, and they knew who to talk to to get. I probably will see them. Maybe we should get together with the other two and maybe head down there and go see what this kiss feel of it is. Perhaps. Yonah de Morthen is sworn to protect this town. I cannot believe that he would do anything to harm. Well, to make but a make a magician look bad. Yeah. Perhaps the elder can tell us more. Yeah, and then back to uh, Bracara and Morena. Um, yeah, you make your way out, uh, out kind of through the little courtyard area of this laboratory sort of enclosure to the to the front gate that's open. Jimmer's standing there just watching as Dagon disappears off down the path into the woods. Jimmer looks at you two and says, uh, I, I apologize. Uh, he's no longer working with us. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Carey, you said thank you for exposing that. Where'd you send him? 
Yeah, just <laughs> away from here, he's no longer welcome. As you heard Alden say, he's he's gone. I think uh, Marana would just like kind of do a little fast walk to try and catch up to him. Rakara's <laughs> gonna look at Jammer and and Jimmer, Jimmer, and uh, sort of like hem and haw over him and say, "Um, and you didn't know anything what your friend Dagan was doing." She's flirting with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, uh, give me a second. Yeah, he, um, you can tell he kind of blushes a little bit. Uh, I, I have no, no idea that he, he was doing that. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess up this opportunity. I'm, I'm apprenticing a, a great mage entus. I, I can't even understand why, why Dagan would do this. I mean, I guess the money, uh, but... Does he seem truthful to her? Um, yeah, you can give me... Uh, I mean, it seems truthful, but why don't you give me... Um, I guess perception. Okay. Yeah, perception would kind of be good. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. So that would be your reason? Yeah. Yeah, plus your so... perception... It'd be uh, 12 total. Then okay, so you did your uh, D10 added to it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, nice. Yeah, you can tell he's being truthful. He, he blushes a little bit. Um, you kind of use your beauty to flirt with him prior to kind of getting a read on this question. But, uh, yeah, he seems truthful. Oh, well. Jimmer, yeah. Good luck with the Magientus. And she's going to uh, kind of, like quickly try and uh catch up with marana yeah you say that uh making your way up to marana and uh yeah you make your way up you see dagan down the trail um you see him kind of you know just walking down the trail he's got his head kind of slumped um you can see he's not really turning towards the village it looks like he's kind of heading out toward like may maybe going to make his way out to the main path he's kind of heading south um but you did make your way up to him you guys are, are a, a, a w little bit behind them um he hasn't even he hasn't noticed you he's obviously deep in his thoughts he has his head slumped over but you make your way up behind them both of you you there Dagan, was it he stops and kind of turns and like god he looks to Bracare. what did you do to me what look what you caused yeah well if you wouldn't have started it in the first place you wouldn't have had anything to be caused now would you it was it was a mistake i did it was just quick money i didn't think it was going to turn into all this I... well Dagan. You lied to me. You lied to the Magientus. You lied to everyone. Yeah, and your very presence could be lying right now. Like I said, I didn't... He starts kind of tearing up a little bit. I didn't think it would turn all this. Like, it's going to be easy money. I didn't think it would turn against our own village. Who, who would do that and come and take that and try to poison our own water with this and blame us? And then, Take of course, it. when everybody thought Alden did it, I felt horrible. I... Dagan, you're an idiot. Since when Since when has money ever been easy? What is happening right now? Uh, Moran turns to Rikera, just referencing that Dagan is crying. What What is he doing? What is this? What What's going on here? He, he drops Rick to his knee and just starts crying. He's like, oh, you're oh, right. oh, oh, my word. Rikera's going to look at Moran and say, it's okay. Let me see if I can turn this tide. Ugh. And she'll uh, walk up to Dagan and sort of lay a hand over his head and say, um, Dagan, do you want to make this better? 
he just kind of like looks up all teary-eyed and he's like, uh, whatever it takes, uh, of course, and he's just crying. And then Sunwalker uh, redeemed, an NPC enters. At this moment, uh, you hear some footsteps coming um, from kind of like uh, the, the southwest village side um, and cutting through kind of uh, some of the broken paths in the woods and through the snowy paths. You, you see uh, one of the village guards. Uh, kind of making his way over. Um, he's holding his shield down. It's not like he's approaching in battle. He's just kind of slumped down, maybe making his rounds. It's hard to tell. But when he comes around, um, he, he does see all of you gathered, and he kind of arms himself with a sword, and he says, what, what, what's going on here? Kind he's of, crying. He's weeping on his knees. For me. He's having some sort of feelings right now. I don't really know. <laughs> what is this? Um, man. What is this? What's going on here? Rude. Dagon was just here to confess his e eternal love for me, and you're interrupting that. Oh, you're yes, haven't you ever seen a proposal too. before? Get out of here. Yeah, give me a, um, I guess it would be, uh, want some type of uh, persuasion here in convincing him to uh, kind of leave you alone right now. Because you can kind of see he's, he's, being that typical, uh, you know, blowhard guard, like, uh, you know, male chauvinist style, like just asserting his dominance. He's the guard. He's just being a dick. Um, and now he seems to be bullying Dagon a little, even causing him a soft heart, you know, calling him that as you're, you're explaining. So he is kind of being uh, a, a bit pushy. Um, so let's let's figure out what, what do you think you would use in this uh, sense? What, what would be your approach to tell him, Miranda? You're telling him to, to kind of uh, move on. It could potentially be... A performance. What about, uh, yeah, I was going to say, what about performance since Prakira mentioned, like, oh, he's just having a moment, a lover's moment. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> like that because you're leaning into, uh, you know, I don't know, you're kind of lying a bit. So it needs a little bit of performance mm -hmm. rather than just truth. And you're kind of keeping the guard from it. So let's do that. Let's do it. Give me a, give me a performance. So add that to your creative, uh, your creativity ways plus your performance domain. I don't know if you have a discipline into that, but give me that plus your attention. Are we both rolling or just Marina? Uh, just Marina. Marina was the one that okay. said it. So yeah. Um, now that doesn't mean you can't back her up if, if that goes. Right I was gonna or say wrong, yeah. But just, but just okay. know that that'll require another dice roll because I we're in the middle of a, a, some dice, so I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna require a... the crunch. Even though Shadow of the Staring wants to lean more towards role play, which I love, uh, I think this requires a little bit of a, a little bit of a I check. Agree. check. Yeah, that's that's a fourteen. Oh, perfect. Uh, Fine, I'll, I'll leave you with this soft, soft heart here. Just a good luck, and he kind of like shoves dagger, you know, shoves him a little bit, and just keeps walking on, making his way down the path. Um, table talk. I do have a question: Is the guard good looking? Ah. Uh, no. Okay, never mind. No, he looks he looks pretty weathered. Gross. Yeah, I feel sorry for anyone who has to deal with him on a regular basis. Hmm. Well. You know, I would be rude, too, if I was unfortunate looking. Mm. Um, and she's going to lean down to Dagon and say, I know how you can make this right. Yeah, you owe us your lives just he, then. He gets back up and like leans and he's all teary. -eyed. What, what how can you make this better? And he starts crying and then back over to Leticia and Agen. Um, so, you know, Bracara Morena left, uh, you know, Alden's just begging like, Please, just whatever it takes, just please make this better. Uh, figure it out for me, please. Well, it's not like I have fingerprints or anything. I'm just got to figure out who. So I think it would be more or less we're going to go find those two. 
And tell him we'll come back and chat. Yeah, and you notice that the laboratory kitten keeps uh, running around Agen, brushing up against him. You, listen, if you guys walk outside, you might be able to hear the crying from the distance. That's true, too. Yeah, you walk out after talking to Alden, and you hear a little whimpering down there. You see Jimmer at the gate, kind of like looking down the path and then turning, walking back into the laboratory, just nods at you as he passes. Um, and you make your way down the path. You see Raquera and Morena uh, up a bit. As soon as we hear the whimpering, I'll just turn to uh, Tisha. I think Morena has found him. I think so, too. I do agree on that one. I don't think I want to see a grown man cry right now. <laughs> that wasn't even my fault this time. <laughs> but yeah, you make your way up. You see uh, uh, a guard kind of uh, passing to the west, kind of making his way around the back side of the village. It looks like kind of passing the top side of the laboratory. Um, but you make your way down past uh, uh, him and into the path. And sure enough, you see uh, Morena standing there. Uh, looking down at uh, Dagon, who's on his knees, just kind of slumped over. You can clearly see he's crying. Um, you see Brakara leaning down into his face, saying something. Can't tell as you approach. Uh, Leticia and Dagon, you approach the scene. What do you do? What, what is going on here now? And I bring out my, my little notepad and pen, and I had that in my hand. I'm like, Brakara, are you doing another spell? Another hypnotism? Is that he's, he's weeping. He won't stop weeping. He's the one in the wrong, and now he's weeping about it. Did you break uh, him? I wish. No, but I'm going to. You know, you should probably lean in on his sorrow, because I think it was the, uh, your kind that's messing with my kind. What do you mean? I think he has something to do with that. I don't think he wants the Magientes here helping this village. Hmm. So try to get it out of this one. See if he has any idea. Talking about him like he's not even on the floor or standing next to us. I need yeah. to... I just need a little bit more information from you since I so can easily pull it from you. Do not make me do so. Make this easy on yourself. Yeah, you keep crying. I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah, he, he, uh, he kind of cringes towards uh, Morena and the threats. Like, I, I didn't do any of this on purpose. I, what is this? And then he looks towards you, Brickhara. It's fine. If you could make this better, then what, what do I need to do? I did. First, you're going to tell me, did the men say they will be back? No, I, they didn't. Mm. And... What money do you have on you? I have virtually nothing. They kicked me out. I, I didn't even get this week's pay that was coming. It, it, I, I have to what happened to the money you got power. from the... I can't yep. believe this. What happened um, to the money you got from these people? Morana is incensed. <laughs> what happened to the money that you got for all this nonsense? Well, that, that was weeks ago. I had to spend on supplies. Weeks ago? What I had are you spending my... on supplies? I can't believe this. I can't believe this at all. Well, that means I didn't give him much. You sold everything out for a pittance. I'm disgusted. It's just odd. It was just a setup. They're setting the Magentia, so they just needed a small amount. So it's up that he's just trying to run him out of town. This is true. Dagan, if you can find out... Mm, no, better. If you can somehow alert us, is if you see these men again, 
then we won't tell the village yet. I don't know how to contact these men. I don't know. I, I, t I told you everything I know. He starts crying more. I, I don't know what else to do. I, I left the locker unlocked. The night they paid me. All this happened. I haven't talked to them or heard from them. I don't even know who they are. He starts crying more. Again, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I think we're, just we're going in circles here. Don't <laughs> kill him. Aegon's going to kick him and grab him by the scruff of the neck and hurl him up to his feet. Stand and look her in the eyes when you talk to her. He's just kind of shaking. You can tell he's a, he's a, a frail young uh, inceptus. He's he's not a, a, a warrior in any sense. You know, he's shaking when you grab him. Okay, and he, he tries to make eye contact with you, Bracara, but he keeps looking at Aiken. I'm Aiken. sorry, and he's just crying. Put him put him down, Aiken. Look at Moana. This hurts me. This entire thing hurts me. He's got nothing. He's got nothing. He's got no information. He's got no money. He's got He's no legs. He's just a little pawn. He is. Drop him. Let him go. Dagon, what do you think is going to get you first? The wolves or the villagers? Or oh, me. Oh, God, don't say that. I just I, I just want to get back to Ostabai. I'm tired of this. I just I, I, then, I, I regret all of this. Then Stop. run, Aegon. Run, Dagon. Run. He starts running and stumbling down the path uh, through the woods, crying. I have never encountered anyone more useless in my entirety. It's a That's shame. That's why they picked him. He wasn't going to last as a Mindyensis. Ridiculous. Hey, thanks for the raid. That boy, Nate. 795. Shout out. Uh, welcome to all the hey, raiders. Welcome. Playing some Shadows of Asterion. It's kind of a a uh, uh, low fantasy dark horror game. We typically do dystopian games here. Uh, Shadows of Asterion is our, our low fantasy one. Uh, we're down a player, but we're leaning into the role play and having some fun, so welcome. Uh, definitely contribute ideas to chat. We love uh, incorporating chat ideas into our gameplay. But um, You know who's not useless? Uh, everyone who just showed up. Ah. Hey, <laughs> yo! <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, Dagon just kind of runs down the path crying. Obviously, he feels bad. He feels guilty. He doesn't know who they are. Uh, you can pretty much confirm, Brakara, between hypnotizing him, using your beauty, interrogating, Aegon intimidating, Morena inter in intimidating, everything he said is true. Uh, you've had some successful encounters with him and, and tests and checks and things. Like, you're, you're confident. The things that you've asked him that he has answered um, are true. He's being honest. Um, Brookhara's gonna look to the rest of the party and say, I believe it might be best if we tell the village now that it was not, in fact, the Magientas. Well, there's no reason not to. It's not like he's got anything. His life, but... Oh, yeah, what am I supposed to do with that? I can't... Exactly, I can't pay for anything with his life. It's a shame. He was very good-looking. Not after that performance we just witnessed. Speak for yourself. Some of us like it when they cry. Yeah, only when I've done something to cause it. Sometimes the overwhelming feelings of euphoria may bring tears. That boy seemed anything but euphoric. Hmm. Perhaps. But I do suggest that we do find the Elder. 
And I think Verena would uh, kind of lean over to Brucara. I mean, if you liked what you saw, he's still within catching distance. I'm not much of a runner. I'm more of the one who prefers to be chased. Well, Either way, you be better hurry. Anyone. Only a stoning or a stake lies in his future. It's not worth the effort, I assure you. And yeah, you make your make it back into Brayton, uh, and yeah, back into the village. It's midday now. Uh, things are pretty active. Uh, people, as you can see, they're on the map on the overlay in the stables are dealing with uh, the various animals in there, uh, as well as all the workshops so you can feel the heat in full force as the crucibles and everything are fired up for the tool making and woodwork stuff that they do. Um, as always, when you pass that section, it's just the intense heat coming from that as you make your way over uh, kind of to the town center and square. Um, and everyone's uh, pretty much gathered up, running around, doing their work, hanging out. Uh, some people are over at the inn, eating, drinking. Um, you can see in kind of uh, the village hall, uh, Elder Endrick over there, uh, Alden's with them, the Demorthan. Um, you know that they were doing their kind of morning ritual prayers in the morning. When you stopped by, they kind of continued that on. Um, but it looks like some of them are gathered up over there. Um, and yeah, you're in the village. You all want to do? I guess we should go to the Elder. Two birds with one stone. Yeah, we just don't bring up how this stuff was taken or who gave him, but we can let him know this stuff was stolen. Yeah. Mm hmm. We should tell him of Jasper's veil. He may know of reasons just why. Just get a reaction out of him. Like, we know it was broken into. I think uh, Marana would just walk right up to where the elder company are standing yeah you walk up you see elder endrick there you see um illustrious's daughters with him you see um uh the demorthin is there dulrum um as well as some local villagers and stuff kind of chatting and hanging out there in the town square um, looks like they're eating on some uh, uh fruits and things and hanging out it's midday but you make your way right up i'm all of them to kind of take notice and turns towards your group well we've made a discovery Elder Endrick kind of steps up. Oh, what's this? Well, we found out how the uh, the waste escaped from where it's supposed to be. Uh, share what, what? What is this? And you see uh, Dalrum, the Demorthan, uh, step up. He looks really concerned. He leans up over Endrick and he says, uh, "You figured this out? Uh, let me guess, the Magiantis." No, actually. And also during this, uh, Marana is keeping an eye to see kind of how he responds to all this. No, actually. You remember his, uh, two apprentice, and, uh, where I would turn to, um, Leticia. Apprentices, interns, what are they? Inceptive. Apprentices? Appre Inceptive. Yeah. Whatever they are. Uh, one of them ended up selling some of it for a, what I might say, disappointing sum. Uh, Endrick looks confused. Dalrum looks at him selling flux waste. Who would buy that garbage and, and do this to us? And he looks at Elder Endrick. Endrick looks confused as well and uh, looks back towards you. So why, why would he do this? What is this about? Who would do this to us? What is this? Well, it was either a rather small amount or the boy is an idiot, both of which are completely possible and not independent of one another. However, uh, it does seem as the Magians had 
really no idea that this was the case and seems to be disposing of his flux in a responsible manner. Dalrum kind of like looks disgusted at that. Yeah, I, I doubt that. Kind of mumbling to himself, obviously. Yes, well, we saw it with our own eyes. And Elder Endrick, okay, so he was taking care of it fine, but then you say one of his inceptus, one of his apprentice, one of those kids did this? So they did yes. this. They poisoned our village. No. One you of see them some of the so villagers kind of standing up and listening, and what's this? Like, kind of some are starting to gather up a little bit. Are you listening to me? I said... One of them, uh, Dagon, I believe his name was, the weeping sort, sold some of the flux to two individuals who appeared to be mercenaries of some kind that were not uh, but natives to this village. Visitors, and then uh, you see um, some of the villagers kind of like lean up and say, see, visitors, it's visitors that did this, and then... You see Dolrum the Demorth. Well, oh, hold on, everyone, calm down. And then Elder Endrick leans in. So, to outsiders and visitors, what, what, what is this? So, he sold flux waste, and they, they're poisoning our village. Who is this? Who's doing this? Well, that's a fine question, and one of which we are aiming to find out. However, we thought we'd keep you apprised on how our investigation is going at every step of the way, unless, of course, you prefer that we not keep you informed every step of the way. No, tell me everything. I want to know, like I told you before, keep, keep me informed of everything. I, I, I want to figure this out. So, yes. who are the, the, these visitors? What is this about? Well, perhaps a good way of starting toward the answers to that would be, do you potentially know of any enemies to this quaint place that you live? No, we don't have any enemies. We work, we... We have a hand deal with, with us to buy, with the king himself. I, we have no yes. enemies here. But are there any uh, other villages that perhaps you don't get along with quite so well? Or perhaps you, and uh, Marana would indicate toward the front gate, perhaps you buried someone who uh, left behind someone with a grudge? No, the villagers buried visitors. I, I told you before, they thought, think visitors are causing these Fionn attacks and others are blaming Alden and his flux. Obviously now we see it has to do with flux waste, but you're saying it's... Your visitors have their own village, their own clan. Yes, you do realize visitors don't just drop from the sky. If you do this to them, what do you think they do back? I mean, we did this because of the, what happened to our village. What do you mean? What did... mm. So, let me understand correctly that you never buried or strung up or chopped off, dismembered, whatever else it might be that you do. You never did any of that before this issue had arisen. No, we've never had problems like this. Fionis has never attacked our village. And uh, Marana would turn to Aegon. Well, that's at least something. Where are... I'll point back towards the gate. You called them visitors. Where were they from? I have no idea. They came from Riverside for trading, like people tend to do. We, we get visitors once in a while, but they, they came through 
after the fact. What? What is this? Who you you said you know who who took this flux waste and and, and is attacking our village? Who is doing this? What does we this have said... to do with they, if they're already dead? Then it's obviously not them. Who is doing this? We said that we traced the flux to Dagon. That is what we said, and that is what we know. We know that it was sold to two mercenary types, lots of leather, that is what we know. We do not know anything beyond that, but we are in process of locating where it is these two individuals might have come from. Okay, well then what did he say? If, if Dagon's being paid off by some visitors and they're taking flux waste and trying to poison our village, then what did he say? Who are they? He wept. You he see wept a bunch quite of a the other villagers kind of leaning in. He wept quite a bit and didn't say much of use to us. He said he didn't know anything about them. However, if you would like to question him yourself, he is just down the way. I don't think he could have made it very far by this point. You see a bunch of the villagers gathering up like a mob and go running out the front of uh, Brayton. Uh, Morana would turn to the rest of the group. Well, perhaps they'll get something out of him that we didn't. I doubt it, but... Um, They'll feel better about it anyway. But I have that to cherish. Uh, yeah, and Endric, uh, Elder Endric, now as some of the uh, visitors left, it's pretty much him, uh, his daughter Elestrius, Dalrum is the Morth, and maybe a couple villagers still hanging out. Um, obviously a, a group mob mentality that, that, you know, how half of the village is blaming visitors for coming through and disrupting the area, causing the Fionis attacks. The other ones are blaming the Magentus and the Flux and stuff. Um, so like half kind of left after Dagon, obviously kind of blaming, you know, him and that sort of thing. The rest are kind of here. Dolrum's uh, kind of like watching the mob go off after Dagon out the front. But uh, Elder Endric leans in. Okay, so what's the next step? Uh, you, you say Dagon was paid by some random people outsiders, to get some... yes. Yes, some outsiders to get some flux waste. They're poisoning our, our river. And Okay, who are they? What What is this? Who can we put to blame for this? And you see uh, Dolrum also listening in very closely. Well, you'll have to shelf your blame for a moment. We are on the case, and I can guarantee to you that we will figure out where these two suspects came from. But until that point, you're going to have to be patient. Okay. Uh, just keep me informed as you know more. And just outside of game, of as, as game leader, outside of Elder Endric, are you purposely not telling him uh, more information? Are you holding back from him? Is that what you're doing? No, or did, no or I are think... Because you, none Marana's of you have mentioned uh, Dagon saying that they were from Jespervale. And you're telling him you don't know where they're from. They're visitors. And I'm just wondering if you're I... purposely holding that off. Um, because now we you're kind of throwing the scent, saying I... that there's other visitors. He's saying from the river. Now they're tracking down Dagon. I'm just outside of the characters. I want to know your uh, your approach with that. Or I don't purposely... think it's a good idea to point them specifically at another entire village at this point. Mm. I think they are not of rational decision making right now. Right. Um, and they'll probably get themselves into a world apart. And whilst that would be fun to watch from a distance, uh, <laughs> that would probably cut into our pay. Yeah. And she also just wants to see Dagon get beat up. Yeah, so Maybe buried it, in the ground. But he says, oh, okay, just keep me informed as, as you find out more. I, I, 
let's get to the bottom of this. At least you found out this. Uh, I, I appreciate it, and it's it's well, it's 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 not Alden. Obviously, it's his one of his inceptus and is to blame. But uh, but obviously, he, yes. he gave it to two other visitors or somebody else. That what are these intentions? Please just keep me informed. Of course, rest assured that we will get to the bottom of this on yours and the village's behalf. And I think at that, Morano would just turn around and start going somewhere. Probably back to where they've been staying. Yeah, I mean. And what's uh, Leticia doing in the care? Megan. Um... Brucara's looking up to the sky and she's trying to like scope out the magnitude of this storm that was mentioned to be rolling in. Um, yeah, it looks like it's you know it's it's a it's a big rainstorm, uh, the kind of cold air. Uh, it, it's it's kind of setting a bit, um, so where like you kind of have that thick cold fog sort of thing all morning breaking into the afternoon, and now you can almost smell kind of like that pre-rain smell coming from the forest. Um, but just at the, the darkness of these clouds midday that would normally have that gray glow haze from post, you know, trailing off the winter is now just kind of almost like a black. It's almost turning uh, to like an evening sky in mid-afternoon. Uh, you can tell it's going to be pretty bad. Should be some thick rain happening. And remind me, in Bracara's dreams that she's been having, is there any indication of any storms or anything of the like? No, the only thing from the dream, and you, you don't, you, you can't even picture too many visuals with it it's more like just suffocating and can't breathe the vibe yeah and then all of a sudden you wake yeah. up with like a burst of steam and a sound of like steam happening but uh okay. but not not, too, not enough visuals and things but nothing of a storm yeah. okay all right but then gonna just follow marana and and is eager to drink yeah, yeah. what's that? i did the question agon he's gonna turn heel follow straight after Mar- uh, marana just commenting that uh, the sky brings dark omens Yes, it should be a good storm. What does Leticia do? Well, she's observing their their body language um, the whole time and writing it down, um, especially on the the cult, cultist. Um, if you wanted to write a perception down, a roll for that, see how his behavior was throughout uh, the, that the conversation. The Dwarven, Dwarven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should. Yeah, because she doesn't like him, <laughs> so she's just like. Mm. Yeah, give me. Uh, yeah, give me a, a perception. Who does? Roll which one? Which I don't know how uh, hot is it. It'd be your perception. Ah! So it'd be your reason plus your deception, or, or perception. Um, uh, Am I rolling my my, this, my 10? 10. Yeah, your one d ten. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, Aiden calls him an honored, honored to Morton, but there's a certain amount of contempt in his voice when he says it. Eight plus eight. Sixteen. 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 Nice. Right, thanks for the plus two, uh, mortal crux. How, how should we say that? Crux is mortal crux. Crux? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mortal crux plus two. Make sure you chart that down because uh, that goes to players. So whoever's attracted, so you don't lose it. Just in case you don't use it this session, you have it for future ones too. Um, it just goes into the into the pool. But yeah, Leticia, um, as everyone kind of walks away and you, you get a vibe, you can tell uh, that Alden, uh, the Demorthan, he, he seems to have his doubts. Uh, you can just see he's kind of like, you know, shrugging. He watches the mob go after Dagon. He looks back like... Um, he has his doubts. You can tell, like, in his mind, he still kind of looks down, at, obviously, at Magiantis, the way he looks at you. Um, but throughout the conversation, like, you know, in his mind, he still thinks that Alden has something to do with it or something. He still has, like, that, that intense resentment towards Magiantis. 
just mumble back. I'm like, mm, don't get a good vibe on him. And we still need to look in our Mendiantis. He's a little touchy too. Much like to spend more time with him. But he's seen ways are, that guy. Hmm? Your ways are strange to us. These are his lands, his spirits. Yeah, he's probably the one causing the fiends to come. He's, he's also mad. an asshole, and I don't uh, like him. Yeah. But the comment that he's the one bringing the fions, Aegon does actually kind of his shoulders stay up and he's like, looks at you and says, There were some words that should not be said. You can't tell me he's not. The man is an arse, but that he calls the fiond. You should watch your words, particularly here. Yeah, you make your way over uh, to the Hare Inn, um, and there's some people in there. You know, it's it's uh, getting now mid-afternoon, late afternoon. It's uh, weather's kind of picking up, wind is picking up, um, so people are kind of hunkering down. They're in their workshops, they're in their places, but there's more than a handful of people in here. They're, they seem to be eating some more of that stew that Arwen prepared. You see Leah kind of serving it out to the people, um, some people having some drinks, and uh, yeah, let's change up the vibe there as you enter the... The three hair in, um, reminding you that it's kind of those symbols I mean, of the rabbits and kind of like that, that tri-Celtic uh, sort of uh, setup. But, but yeah, you enter the, the cameras again. Oh, we did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I apologize. There we go. They should be back. Uh, thanks, chat. Just let us know. Um, seems like when I'm switching over uh, to these notes, it's doing it this time. Wasn't doing it prior. I apologize. OBS always wants to fuck with me. <laughs> but uh but there you go you yes uh, but you uh you enter the three hair in as everyone's kind of eating and enjoying themselves um Bricare's gonna try and sort of like scope out a spot amongst the villagers um to sort of settle in and, and have a drink she wants to just be um nosy and listen in yeah, you can do that. Um, you know, there's plenty of seats, uh, you know, in between where other people are sitting. They're in, like, kind of little little groups and stuff. The only thing that you notice is when you enter, uh, you know, a lot, lot of heads turn and eyes are on you. There's even, like, a little bit of chatter. Um, as you kind of make your way to sitting down, Brakara purposely kind of listening. And uh, you can clearly hear, you know, them talking about the visitors here and some mentioning, well, they have... They have the king's paperwork. They're investigating. I don't know. I don't trust them. Maybe they have something to do with it, and like laughing and like drinking and like just people hanging out, talking shit. It seems like. Um, is anybody talking shit specifically next to her? No, no, just a uh, general. Uh, actually, the people that you're sitting next to um, are talking about uh, the stew and Arwen and how she prepares the food. Damn it. Head to the bar and get a round of ales for the group. Yeah, I sit at the table and Good open man. up my notepad and just start scribbling the day down and looking around, being observant on what. Because everybody's probably staring at the Minjinitzes right now. <laughs> so she's a little uncomfortable and asks for some stew. <laughs> yeah, you do that. For care, I would. For care? I was going to say, for care, I would just give you a thumbs up. Just like, you're doing great, sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> What's Marina doing? Uh, Marina pretty much finds a seat that would be like against the wall, so nobody's sitting behind her. Go there, 
plop real loudly, uh, just like plop into the chair, uh, lots of wood noises, probably crack the boots up onto the table, pull out a knife and start just messing with it. Maybe just like picking at her nails or something, or just like looking at the, you know, just doing one of those things. Yeah, you can tell there's a couple eyes turned towards you um, when you kick the feet up and start messing with the, the blade. And then, uh, Agen, you Oh, get... she would immediately look back and be like, what? And Agen, you're able to get to the bar, get some uh, uh, ale, and bring back to the drinks. Um, a couple of the villagers um, start talking to each other. Bracari, you can tell a couple of the ones off to the side, a couple of the guys. Um, it's hard to tell. They, they kind of look like maybe stable hands. Because um, they, they look like they, they work with their hands. Um, they look pretty dirty. But um, but they're they're specifically chatting about Morena now. Uh, she made eye contact and kind of, um, you know, fronted them a little bit. And they're kind of like talking to each other about her. It's hard to make out, but you, you clearly can tell that they're talking about her. Can, can she tell that they're talking about her, Morena? I mean, yeah, you looked right at them and kind of talked shit. So they're, they're like looking at you and kind of like <laughs> talking to each other and looking at you. And like, what the fuck? The Kara's gonna like lean in, like, ooh. What? 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 Do you have something to say? You can come here and say it to my face. Um, yeah, the two and, siblings, and she, they, they stand up. And Brenna like pops her feet off the thing and stands up to like pushes the table forward, standing up, you know. Yeah, you push it. Is forward. this flirting? <laughs> the two. The Maybe. Two, <laughs> yeah, the two uh, stable hands kind of like stand up, kicking their chair. Like, what? What's this about? And you see like the other villagers kind of like look at them, look at these. Some of them kind of stepping back. Uh, you see another guy and another female stand up to the side, um, and then another one kind of step up from the back that was at the bar, um, and they start talking shit to you. And you hear them talking, oh, these visitors, oh, they want to they flex on us, oh, they're, they're stepping up. And they're kind of like talking to each other, talking shit about you all, and they, they start stepping up too. Um, and you see Arwen, uh, who is messing with the stew by the fireplace, like look all concerned and look over. Um, her daughter kind of step up next to the mother and like lean on her, oh, and, like looks all concerned. Yeah. I'll uh, slam the, um, the tankards down on the table in front of the group um I just kind of look at Moreno just kind of like making friends and stand and just puff my chest out looking at the group trying <laughs> and then uh Moreno like will who who can she tell who looks to be kind of the ringleader of this no, no, I mean there's no ringleader uh you know oh they're, they're all just independent agents okay so she'll whichever is closest she'll step out. right up to <laughs> so you think you can figure all this out on your own is that what I'm hearing um, he leans in, look, you're the one looking at me, talking shit. What do you want here? And then his friend... You were looking at me up. first. And then more of them step up. There's like about four or five of them stepping up to you, Morena. I'll step in front. You all were looking at me first. What do you want? You clearly want something. Yeah, they start pushing the tables back and kind of making a ruckus. Um, and then you see the, the, the door open to the inn. Um, and you see some more villagers coming in. You hear, hear like chatter from outside, like "What's this about? What's going on?" And you hear kind of like people yelling and like building up a bit of a ruckus. And you see a handful more villagers entering uh, the inn and kind of like gathering around. Um, and you can clearly, uh, Bracare especially, because Marina's kind of involved with these two um, that she's confronting. But Bracare, you kind of hear like the chatter as they enter. Um, people are definitely talking shit about you all now. They're kind of gathering up, and you hear couple of the ones coming in. I don't know. It looks like these visitors are threatening some of us. They're threatening us. Uh, and like kind of like well, gathering. Is up. there is there anything Precara can do occultism wise to sort of calm the situation? 
I'm trying to think of uh, she can't just like hypnotize everybody. Well, <laughs> she can certainly try. <laughs> yeah, you um Yeah, I don't I don't there yeah, you can't really do like a group, you know, hypnotist sort of things. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I, I don't know, maybe like some type of like persuasive um yeah, I mean, she would try and use, I guess, like, her more physical attributes to try and calm the situation. Um, she would stand from her seat and um, put her hands up in a non-threatening gesture and say, wouldn't it be much easier if we all just sat and had a drink? And if you have questions about who or what we are, then you can ask them. There's no need for this hostility we are here to help yeah you uh yeah you say that and it's kind of hard to uh get a word in as everyone's kind of getting riled up uh morena's kind of you know taking the intensity up and the threats and the confrontation to the point where you're having a hard time um kind of simmering it down and, and changing the tone um but you know you get the word in you see maybe a couple of them kind of noticing and like listening to you but attention's drawn back towards kind of where the the group is gathering up um you also see that uh it looks like a couple of them are sizing up Agen um when he stood up kind of got in between it looks like they're sizing him up um you can see one of the ones that was in the back kind of actually backs up a little bit uh looks like he might have been intimidated when Agen stood up um but a couple others are kind of like looking at him sizing him up a bit but um well, then she's going to shoot a look to Marina in sort of, not glare, but definitely a glance to, it's like, there's a lot more of them than there are of us, so. Yeah, Marina will notice. She, she, there's no, there's literally no reason why she's doing this. She's just really bored. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, she'll, to the person she was kind of stepped up to, she'll, well, you're boring me anyway. And she'll just kind of, like, spit, like, turn her back right on him and just go back and, like, plop back down. No, she'll go and she'll grab the, uh, I guess, Egan brought over tankards. Yeah. All ales. Grab one. Um, And what she's going to do is she'll take and kind of, like, spin it in her hand to where the uh, handle is on the other side. And she'll, like, reach it out to the guy she was talking to. Yeah, he uh, he just like looks confused and uh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a better tone. And he grabs the drink, and then uh, you clearly hear his friend lean into him and say, uh, "Yeah, but you see the size of the bloke with her? I don't know about that." He kind of like takes the drink. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. Starts drinking it. Um, and then uh, Brett will grab another one um, and then, like, hold it out to lie. And a- as he's, like, taking a drink of it, she'll just, like, smash, not smash it on it, but, like, do a cheers on the glass. So kind of, like, because she, she's just not, yeah, she's she cheers him while he's drinking, but it just, like, in a way that's, like, come on, you're you're one of the bros, right? Come on, you can take it. Like, Oh, yeah, it catches him off guard, even splashes up on him. He's like, yeah, that's right. I like, I, I like the looks of you. And then she, like, she immediately, like, is all of a sudden just in, in great spirits. Yeah, he looks around. People even laugh at him a little bit when you kind of, you know, it's, it's obvious you kind of hit that hard and splash the shit in his face, you know? Um, but, uh, and she'll, t- she'll turn around, like, to everybody else be like, yeah, we're going to have a good night tonight, yeah? <laughs> and, like, just, like, just, she wants to keep the energy level real high regardless of how it has to be. But, like, she's just... I- Keeps riling everybody. 
Aegon's going to look a little bit puzzled, a little bit confused, pick up his ale. I wanted to dance, but ale's good, and just down it. Yeah, you can see those yeah. two guys kind of back up. His one friend that was sizing you up with the other guy it, it instantly sits down. You, you get the feeling they really didn't want any of you, Aegon. It seems like they were... They weren't intimidated by Morena as much, but when you stood up, you could kind of tell, like, you know, these are just workers. You're a hunter of the land. You, you know. He's a big lad. Right. <laughs> big boy. Yeah, and, and Morena, like, um, as she is kind of passing by him to sit back down again, would just say, yeah, me too, but seems the others in our party were a little uncomfortable by it, so. Trying to be respectful. Ish. What's Leticia doing during all this? She had literally still had her bowl and her stoop in her hand and just going, I don't understand what just happened. <laughs> I've seen fights before, but this is confusing. Yeah, just then, uh, Elder Endrick enters uh, with his daughter, Illustrious. Um, you can see a couple of the guards behind him, and he comes in, and he looks all concerned, looking around, the guards kind of step in and look, and... Oh, okay. And he looks towards your group, you know, taking a second to make eye contact with all four of you, including Nedware. Let's remember Nedware is here, even though Phil isn't here to play him. He's hanging out, you know. But he makes eye contact with everybody. Everything okay here? Ah! Elder, you're just in time! And um, the the one that um, Marina was drinking out of, she'll kind of get up and go over and give it to the Elder. Ah, yes, come, join us! Yeah, Endrick takes it. Oh, okay, I... Well, here, I, he hands it back. I've, I've got some pressing matters here, obviously, for the village, but I just wanted to make sure you're okay. Uh, and he speaks up. Everyone's attention. Uh, honestly, this team, uh, they, they have the, the King's Grant. They're, they're here on official business. Please let them work. Uh, don't cause any issues. He looks confused, but he definitely seems to be having your back as he leaves. Everyone kind of settles down a bit. You see people go back to their, their food, their drinks, kind of chattering with each other. Um, you can overhear a little chatter about you all and talking about, oh, official here from the king. Oh, it looks like Endrick, ha you know, Endrick's backing him up. Uh, all right, all right. Well, I don't know. They're, they're, they're trying to help us. You know, like, you can tell, like, there's turmoil. Some, some get it, some don't. But you're kind of back to normal in the end now with your food and your drinks. Yeah, Marina, well, on the way back, will stop back by the bar and pick up a <laughs> an elder place, the one she pawned off <laughs> nice yeah you got it so you're all sitting there uh let's have a moment uh we all can kind of uh, maybe discuss um you know the conversations you've had with with alden with dagan jimmer um you know elder endrick uh just the overall thoughts just to have a kind of moment uh we we, we know that phil's not here we don't want to go on too much longer we don't want to dive too much into the plot and things without him um, so let's try to just have a moment where the team, you know, the storm is about to roll in. You do have the rest of, of the day and evening to kind of do your plans, which will, will, which will continue on when we get back in the next session with Phil here as well. But let's just have a moment where you're enjoying your food, you're having your drink, and maybe you're kind of catching up on your thoughts about all this sort of stuff and the, and the things that have happened so far. I'll let you take it from here. Uh, whoever doesn't have a drink, Brian will kind of scoot it over toward him. Well... Where do we go from here? I think the answer is clear. To the Just, next town. Jasper Vale. Seems like the right call. Mm. We should wait till the storm has blown over, though. 
Yes, that's true. And uh, real quick meta question. Is it evening now? Have we made it through Thursday? Um, yeah, we can say that now it's kind of, you know, late afternoon, early evening. Um, you're, you're hearing the occasional crack of thunder um, outside. It almost appears nighttime, uh, as you saw with the storm rolling in and Bracara's kind of uh, uh, checking it out. Uh, it's kind of as she saw and, and anticipated. There, there's a heavy rainstorm rolling in. Uh, Moran's going to lean over on the table and kind of quiet the voice a little bit. So, who thinks there's going to be another visit tonight? I think so. With water? Yeah, it's true. That's true. Reach into so, my, uh, my coin pouch and put a, a coin onto the table. Moran slams her glass down. That's what I'm talking about and starts reaching around to pull out some money too. <laughs> now, this is exciting. Bear in mind, Egan, this does not count toward your your personal visitors. Although I'm willing to put, and this is to everybody else, I'm willing to put some money on that too. Egan. Night is young. Who knows? Who knows? Has, has Illustrious left yet, or is she still lurking? Um... Just for fun, we'll say, uh, you know, Elder Endrick uh, engaged in a conversation with a couple other villagers on his way out, kind of holding him up for a few minutes before he leaves, giving enough time that you do see Illustrious hanging out, the attractive younger daughter of Elder Endrick. And he, she even has a moment where she looks over and, and winks at Aegon, gives a little oh, half did smile. You... Oh, did you see that? Oh, I definitely know oh. what that is. Oh, yeah, she'll be back. She'll be back. There's no, it's not even worth betting on. <laughs> do you pursue her, Aegon? Perhaps. Perhaps. He's, he's asking for a world of trouble with that one. He probably likes that trouble. Sometimes trouble is worth it. Fair. Though... Trouble is worth it, but perhaps another has my heart. Oh. Go on. Do share. Curious. The big man has someone he's courting? Seems that way. I can, you can't just say something like that and then go all silent on us. Perhaps a tale for after the storm. Uh, Rikera's gonna pinch Aegon. Um, I'm sure it doesn't hurt. Uh, he doesn't actually, do actually, as you pinch, he's gonna actually gonna go. Ouch. Well, ah, look, he's can... a little soft, isn't he? You can't hold out on us, Aegon. You have to tell us. This is what storms are for. You tell us secrets. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. The teacher just reins in and grabs somebody's drink and just leans in. Come on. I won't show any of you anything, but I'll tell you a secret. Tell me. Many moons ago, I was betrothed. What? A tale for a, another day, another life. Egan, I had no idea. You are going to settle down? I was settled. I was happy with my, uh, my Elsag. Brenna's chin is like on the table. I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is, well, by your tone, I will assume this is something close to you, so I will not press you any further, but we will expect to hear more at some point. I'm just saying. 
Yes, we write that down in the notes. We pin that. Once it's been written in the notes, it's official. Mm-hmm. That's how the notes work. Yes. Bukera, and you? You wish to know a secret? Yes. Yes, it's, yeah. it's secret and tell, I believe. Aiken's going to turn around and pinch you back. Try to be gentle, but probably not as gentle as it should be. Yeah. It, actually, like... it actually takes a couple points of damage. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she like... My arm is gone. <laughs> Brick hair just like ceases to exist. Um, no, she's she'll sort of like flinch away and, and look at Aegon and say, oh, I don't know if you want the secrets that I have to tell. Well, have you ever been betrothed? No. Anyone caught your eye? Father would have had my eyes for that. I thought you were about to say your father had caught your eye. I did not no. like where that was going. Ooh. No, father was both an ugly and cruel man. Well, that sounds terrible. No, he was a genius, though. That sounds even worse. One of the most brilliant men I've ever known. Uh, uh, Moran would turn to Egan and Leticia. So, ugly and terrible, and a know-it-all. I've known a few of those in my day. I would not speak so ill of father like that. I'm just Is adding flair to what you had said. No. And probably for the best, father is not here. Well, if you ever need, and uh, Maria holds up her knife, if you ever need a little assistance with a little poke before he gets to your eyes or anything, you know we've got you for it. I appreciate this. And there is something very off about Brickera when she speaks of father. Um, there is some thing kind of twitching in her eye. And, Leticia, any secret callers we should know about? Oh, no. I just read books. I did a class. There was a gentleman that was very dreamy, but no. Married to the books, I knew it! <laughs> I now see the world. I need to travel to see in our small town. We're almost related. Oh. Oh, dear. That's what it feels like. We all work to to be Mangiantis. So I need to see the world. Maybe I'll see one on this trip. Yes, well, apparently Dagon could have been a fine choice if he turned out to uh, have anything in him except for tears. (laughs) That was very um, uncomfortable to see a man cry like that. No, I've seen a few cry, but again, normally something happens to cause it, not just their own idiocy. Uh, and then uh, Maria would turn to Aegon, because she heard him. Yes, well, uh, I follow my constant loves, the one that always stay in my life and never let me down. Ale and money. Pick up his ale and slab it against your tankard. <laughs> Uh, and and she would take that and drink, and then um, a little more subdued would say, but if we are sharing secrets, I will say that I was not betrothed once, but I was married once. And what happened? Well, he's dead. Good for you. Mm, thank you. It was quite a feat on my part. <laughs> was he wretched? 
not really sure, to be honest. You always seem nice enough to me, but the money was very good. I see. He was a contract for you. Yes, eventually. Do you not feel sad about that? Vukera, if I felt sad about everyone who met the wrong end of my blade, I would be very, very, very sad indeed. But he wasn't just anyone. He was your husband. Hmm. Yes. Yes. You know, if I made the same amount of money from everyone I killed, I would never have to kill again. Hmm. And it's right there, oh. uh, all of a sudden, you, what was that? No. Okay. Yeah, right right, yeah, right as uh, Marina says that, um, you hear uh, coming from outside of the, the Three Hair Inn, um, just a, a, a big ruckus kind of building up now, as you can hear, like, like, yelling, and, like, there's some type of ruckus going on outside. It's happening, and Marina is gonna slam her her tanker down, and then go toward yeah. uh, the front. Yeah, Aegon drops his ale, and the chair flies backwards. Rakara just gets up very slowly and like floats. <laughs> I imagine she's a floaty kind of walker. I like that. <laughs> what about Leticia? I grab my book and pencil and run after everybody else behind. <laughs> I'm curious too. <laughs> nice. You run out there, and as you get out there, uh, the first thing you notice is you know the winds are picking up. Um, as the storm is kind of rolling in and you can tell that, um, you know, it's, it's definitely getting worse. Um, everyone's kind of gathered up. Uh, they're all kind of like yelling and hollering. It's hard to get specific things. Um, but you can hear in the crowd, they're up towards the front gate. Um, and a bunch of them are yelling and saying, you know, make an example, make an example. Let the Fio know, let the Fio know. It's not us. It's not us. And then you can clearly see up by the gate. Uh, strung up is Dagon. Um, and you can see him strung up, his arms behind, he's hung, and he's like convulting, like hanging uh, from the overpass at the gate, like just hanging by his neck, and he's like convulting and going as everyone's yelling. Some people are throwing rocks, some people are like hitting him with sticks and stuff, and everyone's yelling, like, make an example, let the Fionns know, as he's convulting and dying, and this is where we'll end our session. Oh, fuck. Justice is harsh. <laughs> well, I was going to say the last thing uh, before that I think that Murray always says oh they found him and then go back inside <laughs> <laughs> I like that yeah let's do that let's see everyone's reaction I like a uh, what did Agen say what was that justice is hard <laughs> so, Morena <laughs> oh they found him and then goes back in <laughs> what does Bracara do she floats out to see this happening she um she just says very quietly to herself well, he didn't run very fast. And what about Leticia? You come out there uh, to take notes to see this horrific sight. She stops for a second to, to take notes, and then she goes, don't want that in my journal, and just kind of backs back up. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's where we'll officially end the session, at least getting a little feedback, as Ned Weir also just looks disgusted, looks at you, Egan, and goes, yeah, justice is rough, and just looks back. And when we start our session next month, we're going to start with a mental resilience check um, as Dagan is basically convulting, uh, hanging, and dying as the, the crowd is cheering it on, making an example, you know, let the Fionns know it's not us, throwing rocks and such. And we'll have Phil back for there, so Nedware will be with us, and that's how we'll do it. So everyone, make sure you're here. 
the last Monday of every month right here. I will adjust the flyer. It was brought to my attention uh, from Steve that I had the uh, Central European time a little off because of the time change. So I'll get that flyer updated. I'm glad everyone was able to make it though otherwise. Um, so yeah, last Monday of every month, we'll be right back here. We'll continue on right where we left off with this horrific sight and this happening as the storm is rolling in. Um, aside from that, make sure everybody tunes in Wednesday for Val's new uh, Phoenix Rising stream with uh, Bronx Smash and Rufio Rufio joining. Everyone also make sure you join up with the CyberNation Uncensored Patreon so you too can join in on some gameplay. You can vo vote on different topics and things uh, that we cover with CyberNation Uncensored. And you have a chance to win some free merch, CyberNation Uncensored shirt and stuff. So check that out. Um, other than that, make sure you look up all of my players. Everybody uh, is a content creator. They put out lots of cool streams and things. Things. Uh, and uh, also make sure you check out Sirenscape, uh, official sponsor here at CyberNation Uncensored. I also run uh, the Cyberpunk Red gameplay every week, every Thursday on the Sirenscape Twitch channel. So make sure you tune into that. Rocket Fox joins me for that, as well as Phil, who's not here uh, today, but he's on that one too, as well as some other friends. So make sure you join in on that. We're back uh, this Thursday right there. So uh, plenty of gameplay to join in. All right, chat. Thanks so much. Uh, yep. No, PWB, I mentioned Phoenix Rising. That's Wednesday. And um, yeah, also. Oh, uh, and uh, Monthly Strange tomorrow night. Oh, be that's back. Right. Monthly Strange. Be here or yeah. be a square. Exactly. <laughs> uh, look, we have plenty of streams. You can be here tomorrow for Monthly Strange, Wednesday for Phoenix Rising, Thursday over on Sirenscape for Cyberpunk Red, Friday, I believe. If it's not this Friday, it's next. Our uh, uh, Talk Nerdy to Me show is back, as well as our High Riders awesome. campaign. Um, just tons of gameplay, tons of stuff. Make sure you subscribe and you follow here at CyberNation Uncensored, also over on Twitch. Um, also look up Little Bones and Rockette Fox. Um, and follow Cyber, uh, what is it, Cyber underscore Valerie on Twitter. Is that yep. what it is? Follow that too. Let's yep. give a shout out. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, chat, for the plus twos, the, uh, the NPC entering, uh, the awesome ideas being part of our story. And uh, we'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks for joining. Cyber Nation on the